Hi people, it's Sunny here. Hey hey, this is Zilla. And this is Kev. And you are listening to Doing Life Together with Sunny, Zilla and Kev. Karibuni sana and God bless you. Hey guys, <laughs> welcome to another episode of DLT. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm not even gonna talk a lot. Guys, they will say hi to people. <laughs> hey, uh, what's up? Hey, my Are you okay? <laughs> I'm good. Is someone, is someone trying to murder you? <laughs> Guys, welcome to this week's episode today. We are continuing with our series on the Ten Commandments. And before I even ask um, guys to read the, the Bible verse or the commandment itself, I'd like to thank you so much for the support and all the feedback that we are receiving. In fact, some of you are telling us that you are, you know, doing um, the whole series with us. You've been reading the Ten Commandments. And I'd just like to thank each and every one of you. And feel free to share your thoughts, your opinions, whether you agree with us or not, points of um, differentiation. Um, we'd be really, really happy to hear from you. And I'm going to ask Kev Ozila to dive straight in and read for us the Sixth Commandment. Yeah, so the Sixth Commandment is a very easy one, which says, you shall not murder Uh anyone. Period. End end of story. End of story. Have you added the anyone there? <laughs> now I'm reading from easy to read by. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yeah. Now you've just blocked all the jokes with this commandment. I was going to ask her about a housefly and, you know, a wasp. And then now you just read from the easy to read version. So there's no room for those kind yes, of questions. You whoever wrote the easy to read version. <laughs> Zilla, are you trying to to to, <laughs> to justify the the cats that that you guys killed the other day with the anointing <laughs> oil? That's why you're asking. <laughs> hmm. Okay, okay. I think Tony, I shall I shall use this example when we get here to we shall not accuse anyone falsely. Keep this in mind. Keep this in mind. It is on record. All this is on record. So <laughs> we would need to go deep to look for examples in that commandment. <laughs> If you've not listened to that episode that we've just referenced, please make sure you listen to it because you won't be able to understand this joke. Anyway, moving on swiftly, what's your understanding of of murder? Um, And and why do you think God gave us this commandment? So from, I can start maybe from a very basic point of view, from like, you know, a foundational point of view, murder simply means taking someone's life, like literally. And from that point of view, God gave that commandment because he is the giver of life and no one has a right to take life away from anyone else. 
life is sacred and thus, you know, it is something that follows. That's from the basic point of view. And I liked how Kev said that this is a very easy commandment because even as I was studying, as we say, we study for this commandment, I was reading somewhere where someone was saying most Christians find it to be the most, this to be the most easy commandment because they think they're not breaking it. And I think maybe someone else will get into that later. Yeah. Okay. Um, before we get into breaking the commandment, Kev, what, what is your understanding of do not murder uh, or thou shall not murder? And why do you think God gave us this commandment? Uh, my understanding of it is, well, from the dictionary and the stuff, because, I mean, we know we know of murders that happen, yeah? We know of, well, not really murder, we know of deaths that happen. Mm-hmm. So uh, what what's the distinction? So I went to the dictionary and this is what it says. It's uh, murder is the unlawful killing of somebody else, usually premeditated. Mm. So um, God is just telling us, under well his law do not murder anyone so do not unlawfully and this is under his law do not unlawfully kill someone else Mm -hmm. so that's my understanding of it and uh, why he gave us this law is because I, i guess life is precious and i wouldn't want my life to be taken from me just the same as you wouldn't want your life to be taken from you it's it's true, but um, I want you guys to go a bit deeper. When you say when you say mm-hmm. that no one no one else has no one has the right to take uh, your life away, or that life is precious, why 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 would God put this in the Ten Commandments? And when you so when you look at how theologians have sort of like divided the Ten Commandments, they usually say like. The, fa- the first, is it three or four, um, talk about God and then read these others, talk about your relationship with others and all. So this is the first commandment that we are seeing that is a direct, is our direct responsibility to other people. Mm. Um, for, that is not, without talking about the previous one we have discussed about honoring your parents, but in the first instruction of how to relate with people, God is telling us not to murder. Why, why would you think God would put this? Why didn't, I, I don't know. In, in, my, in my opinion, I think, I think God really, really cares about the human life. And for him, because the Bible says that we are made in his image and likeness, you taking away someone's life is like directly coming for God. So I don't know if you guys have like, uh, why do you think, why do you think God cares so much about the life he's given us that he says you, I, no one else has the right to take it away? Well, I mean, why, why did God say that? Is cause, okay, I, I don't know, maybe I'm not getting you quite well. But yeah, from the point of view that, you know, this is the first commandment. Uh, I, life is sacred and is given from God. We said that already. And w- this commandment, as you've said, is what the, okay, we can't really say chronologically it comes first when it comes to looking after your neighbor. And you see where life is taken away unlawfully or there's a lot of, what is it called? Mm, 
it doesn't bring ill feelings in the society. Murder res- uh, results in resentment. So I think it's just a, uh, it's because God is, I, I don't know, I think it's just because God values life. And therefore, since we are children of God, we should value the life of another. And all lives are equal. And you thinking you have the, like, you going beyond your normal, like, new human nature to take someone uh, someone's life and, you know, the give of life is just not right. So it just goes back to life is sacred and therefore we should preserve it. And that's, I think that's the kind of a sub-law that comes from that. Not only should we not murder, we should also try and preserve the life around us. Okay. Okay. Kev? Um, I, mean, I think you gave it away in, what, in how you phrased your question. I mean, you said no one else should have the right to take away life. And so I'm thinking that um, God, since God gave us life, he's the one to take it away. And I, 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 I listened to a song recently, and this is what it says, in love and death, we don't decide. And now that's personally, yeah? So we don't decide about what happens like during love or in regards to our love, love life, and we don't uh, decide what happens when we die. So for you to be the one who decides that for someone else mm. is is not really God directed. Yeah. If I can say that. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with with all of you. I think my my understanding is that when you see the the creation story um and this is something I said God is very intentional about about the human life and we see this in Jeremiah when he says that I formed you in the womb. Um, we see this in the creation story where um, chapter two of Genesis talks about how he formed man um, out of clay and he, bre- and he breathed, breathed, whatever, breathed life into, into man and gave him life. And so I think for me, God takes it really, really personally because we are made in the image and likeness of God. So each and every one of us reflects a part of God. And I think you, you taking someone else's life is directly an assault on God because you are taking something from him and it's just not something from him you are directly taking a part of him away um and so I think that's why I think that's why it's very it's it's I, I would say it's it's something that God values and we see even when Cain killed Abel in the Bible um that was like the second scene um, if I'm not wrong, and we saw how God God reacted, he 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 didn't take it well. He was very very annoyed, and so with that highlighted, um, and Jesus coming and how we say, you know, him dying on the cross, the exchange on the cross, he gave his life so that we may live. What teachings or what what have we seen, um, or what is Jesus' perspective on? on this on this commandment especially because he 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 literally died on the cross like he gave his life and his life was taken away for us what 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 would you say he teaches us or what have we seen in the bible well we see jesus taking it a step higher as always (laughs) for most of us who thought oh jesus came to simplify things 
okay yeah he did but <laughs> in Matthew we have a place where Christ actually says um I think it's Matthew chapter 5 Matthew chapter 5 from verse 26 where Jesus says you've you've heard that it was said to those of old you shall not murder and whoever murders will be in danger of judgment <laughs> but I say to you whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of judgment and whoever calls his brother Rekha shall be in danger of the council so Jesus goes on we're talking about Jesus who was murdered on the cross or before he was murdered talking about how murder is more than just taking away someone's life he comes and tells us even anger and insulting someone is equivalent to murder and i think when we're talking about Christ uh in reference to these commandments it just brings us back to what we always say where Christ was more focused on the heart whereby sometimes we might be so angry at someone to the point of maybe you were wishing death upon them or any you know your heart can't be in the same place with them but i like what you brought out about about um the heart what you yeah. brought out about the heart i don't know if kev has something to add on that yeah Um yes well i think with regards to jesus and what he came to teach he did focus on the heart and i guess maybe it was because there were certain loopholes in the law that um we now as christians aren't meant to look for so when the law says do not murder I mean you you can hate someone with all your insides but then you don't murder them. But then that's not what Christianity calls from us. It calls us to love. Mm-hmm. Um the 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 relationship that we now have with God is so transformational that Jesus now tells us that this is the way it's supposed to be. I think that's that's how I look at it. So um in his regarding with regards to this teaching this particular teaching he tells us that don't just not do it be mm. anti it yeah so now he's just telling us now to to just love yeah and i think i think picking up from from that verse that zila has read um mm. i think uh, jesus in trying to 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 say that if you hate your brother you know what you're doing is almost it, it, it almost equal to murder um i think it's because we have seen many times where ang- where anger leads you to to do things that you know um that even might amount to murder in itself um so because because murder is not something murder is an action that you that you cannot make out of your right mind you must have something that pushes you to do it and emotions such as anger um can go into that play but just to speak a bit more on on the heart issue um i think what jesus was trying to show is the intention the intention is equally as important and maybe even more important than the action itself of of committing murder so if your intention is to murder you're equally you're you're not so different from the person who has committed murder in itself yeah. and if you read the entire passage you'll see how he talks about 
the premeditation of adultery amounting to adultery itself. So he's trying to show us that your heart and the things that you are meditating about, they are equally as important as the actions that you have committed. And so, which leads me yeah. to, to my last question. Um, how, how this is one of those common commandments that people like, I mean, I've not killed anyone. How have we broken this commandment? Uh, maybe you can give examples of maybe instances where we have broken this commandment and how can we, how, how do we, how do, how do we navigate that? Sony, thank you for that question. I think it's a very good question. And I think one of the most common ways we break this commandment would be wishing our quote-unquote enemies bad or speaking ill against someone else. Sometimes it might be as petty as saying, oh, I wish that person trips over and fall. And I remember this was common, <laughs> especially in childhood or when, you know, you don't like someone or, you know, those small, small feuds we had as kids. But what if the person fell, they have a concussion or even worse, they die or even some something worse happens, you know, in worst cases, other than just speaking someone ill, I've seen like jokes where someone is being wished ill health, you know, like on the over the internet trolling and yo, maybe it's someone you don't like and they're like, I wish you day of cancer. I've seen such statements over the internet. And I like what James 4 from verse 11 to 12 says, where mainly we are urged not to speak evil against one another. Because when we do, we're making ourselves the judge. And in verse 12, it says, Yet there is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and destroy. And I think it's also relevant because the same lawgiver, the same judge, he's the one who's given us life and he's the only one who has the right to take it away from us at his own time. So it's, we should be very mindful of that. And I'd like to encourage us as Christians to ask the Spirit of God to lead us in speaking the things, positive things, even when anger creeps in. And I know it's mainly a temptation, especially when we are angry. And another example would be, you know, unnecessary trolling. I've just spoke about the internet right now, and it can come in the form of bullying. The words we speak to someone could indirectly lead to their death. You know, we have seen many cases of suicide as a result of bullying. And therefore, even as we mind our hearts, as we said, Christ's, you know, brought that mindfulness of our heart when he brought the new covenant with him, the covenant of grace. And therefore, even as we are mindful of that, I think we should pay keen attention to how Christ would like us to, to live. These are things to observe, you know, things to be mindful of. I had mentioned earlier how I think the subsection of this commandment would be to preserve life and we may do so by asking the Holy Spirit to help us, you know, use our words wisely. And I think that's even how I'll kind of give my part in short that the Holy Spirit helps us in this. And we use our words to uplift others and lead to more, more give more blessings and contribute to long lives. What about you, Kev? Maybe you can give us your part in short as, as you tell us. Um, your uh, an actual example of how we break this commandment. Uh, yeah, um, just like we've said, it's, it's about the intentions. And uh, uh, with regard to the definition of it, I mean, murder is uh, the unlawful bit of it. And 
usually premeditated. So what what Jesus was um, pointing to was really rid yourself of those feelings first. Even as uh, you've told them to read the whole passage uh, of Matthew 5. Um, so I think one of the ways I have is um, having um, ill feelings towards someone. I mean, I think, I don't want to say we've all had them, but some of us have had them, where you've mm-hmm. not really liked a person. I mean, the, the, way, the way I am, I, I, it's, nothing really bothers me that much, but we've all had them. I think I read a verse like that somewhere or an encouragement like that somewhere. Don't be like someone who hates someone and they don't know why. But anyway, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked. Yeah, so uh, yeah, those are some of the ways that you can uh, break this commandment. Not really murdering anyone, but having those feelings can... Uh, lead to or might um, in the heat of the moment mm. spar mm. you on or uh, it's it's just not a good place to be at. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think for me, one example of uh, or, or an actual example of me breaking this commandment has been when you know you're in a maths you give you give your conductor a fare <laughs> then the guy doesn't you know doesn't give you back your change or hikes the fare when you're in you're just like mm. you know you start speaking ill or evil or you know what's uh, that money you've stolen from me won't even go help you despite the fact that you were the wrong the bible tells us that the, the tongue has power of life and death and that's mm. in the book of Proverbs chapter 18, yes. verse 21. And so I think one of the ways that we, we, we break this commandment is when we speak, when, when we speak death upon people. And by speaking death, you know, it's, it's, it's basically mm-hmm. the opposite of life. So when you start speaking ill things, yeah. uh, now you, you've started that business, you won't even get clients. And any, you're killing that person's dream. You're killing that business by yeah. the words that you are speaking. So you are committing murder in that way. When you speak mm. evil over things, over situations, your life has power to. And remember, we have we have power as as children of God to create, eh? because you know we we are our Father's children, and God is a creator, and He created oh. this world by the power of His words. And so, even we can can choose to create things, speaking life, or we can choose to speak death and destroy things. And in doing so, we will be committing murder. Um, so I think my take home is that we need to be very careful about our, our words and we also need to be very careful with how we, we relate to other people because life is precious and God, God has a special place in his heart for the people he has created. So even if people have wronged you, do not, do not harbor bitterness and anger. The Bible also tells us to ensure that we do not let um, the sun go down when we are still angry so i think i think that's all we have for this commandment zila you talked about suicide and it just dawned on me oh wow this this commandment is actually really really wide and um 
I think we we will go into depth of this commandment and the other commandments um, in other episodes. But for now, guys, just allow us to leave it there. Thank you so much. Have a blessed week. Nabwana Obariki. Stay safe. Bye, guys. Kwaheri. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.